sleep with the electric fan on? Your funeral, bozo. Want to go to heaven? Well, strippers are your golden ticket. What do you do if you have a surplus of lunch meat and not enough crack? Sad robot want happy time? It's called Ecstasy R2 and it's fucking amazing. All this and more on this week's Lost at Home podcast. Jeremiah Johnson. Hey, Jer. Welcome back. Hi, Scott. Welcome back to you, too. And if you're wondering why we're welcoming each other back, it's because we just got back from ChaseCon. Which uh, is kind of funny. We're welcoming uh, each other back because we were both there. We were. And it sounds like, uh, I can understand welcoming you back like when you went on your, your honeymoon or you know when I went away to D.C. or something. Be like, oh, we haven't seen each other in a little bit, but... This is welcoming uh, the podcast back, even though you all have not missed us because we have not taken any time off. But we did go to work for you all. Holy shit! Did Most we go to definitely work. did we. We went to the uh, the upstate New York co- uh, Comic Con called Chase Con. Yep. Um, it was in Saratoga Springs, New York, and we had a blast. We got to interview a whole bunch of people. We got to uh, party down with uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Hell yeah! I know those of you might have uh, heard Brutus on the show. Uh, I don't know, about a month ago or so. Episode we sixteen. Prepping. Yeah, we were. Oh, good. Yeah, so it was pretty close. Um, uh, as we were prepping for the show and trying to like pump it up, and uh, we talked to Samuel Chase as well. Um, he talked about the show, and I wanted to give thanks again to um, Sam Chase actually for having us there. That was really awesome. I hope he realizes how much fun we had. We told him. Um, I think it, he believed us, but he was also a little bit uh burnt out from. Working, oh yeah, working yes, his ass yes, off over the weekend. Most definitely, he was it, he was pretty happy uh, by this by the looks of it, and I understand why. It was a really good turnout. Um, it was also nice getting to meet uh, Jay, who is the organizer for uh, Vermont Comic Con, right, which is yeah. going to be this uh, this coming year. And um, yeah, we are uh, we're in the talks right now, possibly about doing that as well. Uh, we'll keep everyone updated, and um, yeah. The con was a success all in all. We have an interview today that we're going to be sharing with you, and we have about, how many would you say? Four more, five more we recorded? Uh, I think I think we've got like four more, um, depending on whether or not we <laughs> use the sort of crazy guy that just decided to want to talk oh, to I don't us. know. We're, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know think, about that. I don't think we're necessarily going to use him because, uh, I mean... Um, I just don't really want to. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but um, I didn't really want to talk to him to begin with, but I won't say who he was or what he did because I don't hey, want to. Hey, that's our fault. Yeah, we put up a sign that says, sit down hey, and sit be down. on a podcast. Yeah, well, we realized, like, when we, this was our first time at any one of these cons, and so we weren't exactly sure, like, what the vibe was going to be, if we were going to record the whole time and shoot the shit, or if we were going to get, like, people, we were right in front of where the panels occurred, so we were thinking maybe we'd get some, like, um, responses from that, but we realized with uh, the way that it turned out, it was actually best just to sit there and and have conversations with not necessarily all the intent attendees, but the people who actually were uh, you know part of the panels or some of the guests and vendors and things like that. I got to sit inside Kit, which was the greatest thing. 
the car from Knight Rider, just to let people know. Just just in case anyone's confused right now. Like I was inside Kit. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy's nine year old son yeah, named that, Kit? Like, did that guy just say he was inside of a kid? <laughs> um, it was pretty actually. It was pretty awesome. His buttons and all that. No, I I geeked out on that. The guy was definitely it was at the end of the day, so the guy was definitely had given the same like spiel every time. Like, oh yeah, press this button, blah blah blah. But you could tell like he wasn't sick of seeing the smiles of. I bet you mostly people about my age going in and yeah. seeing that car. Because the kids thought it was cool because it was a fucking awesome car. It is an awesome car. But they don't know any of the context, probably. You know, some kids might be watching it with their parents or whatever. But, uh, you know, it was it's nostalgia, pure nostalgia yeah, we, for us. We actually had a, we had a really good geeky uh, time there. We didn't even get all the audio we would love to have shared with you guys because there was so much going on. But we did get a chance to sit down and talk with people and not record. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Erica Schroeder. Yep who uh, does voices for Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Uh, we didn't get an actual recording with her, but we sat down and talked with her for a while. Uh, we also talked to a bunch of the cosplayers, like Catherine Zan and Negative Stacy. Uh, if you're a friend of mine personally, you can go to my Facebook page, and you'll see us uh, having drinks with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, uh, Catherine Zan. Uh, just having a good old fun time in general. We actually had a very long talk with um, inker Kevin Conrad, uh, yeah, he was, that's what Inker, I was going to say. I was from really... Spawn and current Inker of Action Comics, yep. uh, Superman's book from the New 52. And he had done a bunch of stuff before he started working for, I didn't realize even when I think he was working for like uh, Spawn and a lot of that Tony Daniels stuff, he he was actually technically freelance at that point, where now I think he actually works for DC, I think maybe? I he know. works for DC, yeah. yeah. He's doing the New yeah. 52 books. I, I was reading and, uh, something, he was like, after 23 Spawn. years of freelance, it was nice to finally just sit down and get like books for, for a company. And, um, you know, being a freelance anchor, I'm sure, has its has its uh, pluses and minuses, but uh, I got a piece of his... Oh, we both did. We got both did. a piece did. of I, his original inks, um, yeah. and they are fucking awesome. I, I, I'm still looking at, like, every single line of the piece that uh, I've got, which is a werewolves versus zombies piece, and it's just, like, every time I find, like, a new line that's fucking awesome, because nice. I love the I love the inking job that he does. Yeah, I was actually um, framing the other night my, uh, my Action Comics number 20 from the New 52, uh, Superman versus Zombies, uh, original inks, and it was, uh, pretty nice. Yeah, a lot um, of, a lot of versus zombies stuff. Yeah. The, um, uh, the, right next to, to him, I went and grabbed an original piece from, um, somebody I hadn't heard of, but, uh, Nicole Jelinek, uh, Jelinek, and, um, I just I was by I was caught by like that she had a board up of her just original eight eight and a half by eleven, um, they were you know just faces uh, poses. You got like whatever. a zombie Deadpool. Uh, it's it's I don't know like it's funny because she was like oh do you like Deadpool and I'm like I really don't give a shit about Deadpool so much I just really like the style I'm like I'm really big big into like the splatters and the drips and stuff like that and that's a lot of what she does for those kind of pieces a lot of like ink drips and watercolor spatters and all that kind of stuff and. Um, it was twenty five bucks, totally worth it for a piece of original art that I can hang on my wall and yep. frame without too much of a of a hassle because it's actually at a, a it's good size. It's kind of ironic the uh, the the Deadpool zombie head is the image is actually one of the two main characters. Uh, Deadpool zombie head from uh, Marvel uh, comics. Uh, what is it? The zombie series they did oh. where all the Marvel characters became zombies essentially. Uh, I picked up a hardcover of volume four of that at the con, and one of the main characters is Deadpool's decapitated zombie oh, head. Really? Oh, no way. Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was actually kind of, I yeah. looked over and I'm like, oh my God, that's like that character. <laughs> no, and I like, I, I I don't know, I really liked her her style on that piece and, you know, it's worth, I, I went with a chunk of change to spend because it's it's nice to get some original art pieces and I, I spent maybe, I don't know, close to a hundred bucks on old um, 
horror comics uh, between getting like eerie and creepy, those cool old horror comics from like the uh, 70s mostly, late 60s to 70s, a couple of them were from the 80s, um, and uh, Mr. Stephen Bissett's a couple of his uh, Swamp Things, which I will grab anytime I find one that I don't have, I've got to grab. So uh, I found four of those, actually. It was pretty awesome. And Steve Bissett himself was impressed with your haul. He, uh, he liked that stuff. Yeah, I should. I mean, I, 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 if I become uh, uh, friends with him on Facebook, I'll share my eerie and creepy uh, stuff because I actually want to start going and buying some more of those classics. Yeah, we should actually talk to him again about getting uh, him back on the show. We tried getting him on last year, but he had some family issues, which uh, have all more or less resolved themselves. And I think he's getting back into the swing of things. Plus, he was... Uh, Steve said himself was having some issues with Constantine, the TV show, and creator rights back then. Right, yeah, yeah. But it appears that most of that has ironed itself out as well. Um, he's actually seeing residuals from the TV show and is being kept in on the loop on the second season. So, uh, well, actually, um, through through his Facebook, uh, I saw some of his uh, Facebook posts and stuff after you tagged me in the in the Swamp Thing thing, and um, I actually went online and bought a copy of Monster, which is something he's working on with Tim Paxton, which is just like. Excuse me, uh, like a geeky, like super geek uh, horror mag about like all these obscure horror movies, and he writes some articles and stuff like that. And that because Steve Bissett is a huge, uh, huge horror geek, um, obviously. So, um, so yeah, looking forward to all that good stuff. You know. All right. So um, yeah, uh, yeah. Without further ado, I think what we're gonna do here is we're gonna play one of a series of interviews that we took at ChaseCon. Um, we're gonna pepper them in. Uh, I think we're going to do uh, Tico Flores this week. Yeah. Yep. And we're going to skip next week because we have Babs Tarr from DC Comics. She's yep. the current artist of Batgirl in the New 52. Uh, she's actually credited as being one of the main reasons why that character has been invigorated, as well as the writing team associated with that book. Uh, she brought a new style, a new flavor to it, and it's actually pushed sales up beyond what they ever were before she uh, was brought onto the book. It's also her first uh, work with sequential art, which is kind of amazing. But yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of that will be discussed in next week's interview, exactly. so um, have fun with that next week. Uh, but for right now, we're going to be talking to uh, Tico Flores. This is uh, live from ChaseCon. And Tico is a uh, martial artist slash stuntman slash actor uh, at the con itself, he was doing a panel with Moses, who is one of the Star Wars cause fight, yep. cause play instructors, teaching people how to responsibly fight with fake weapons, well costumed, and how to basically do it without hurting yourself, hurting your weapon, hurting your costume, and to do it responsibly. Uh, it was a great panel. We actually mm -hmm. sat in on it and watched it, and... Uh, Tico has other credits uh, he's proud of. He's uh, was actually on an episode of The Blacklist, which I'm most proud of. Oh, cool. Very I watched cool, The yeah. Blacklist with James Spader. Um, yeah. Quick link to that. Age of Ultron comes out this Friday. Uh, James Spader is Ultron. Awesome. So uh, Tico fought Ultron once. <laughs> so I guess, on that note, you, <laughs> that's how I draw a, it. Not much of a better introduction than that, Tico. Here you go, Tico. Well, I have him in front of a microphone because I used to do uh, actually radio news, work for the old radio station called WTHE. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I did news for him and, uh, in college as a DJ. It's been a long time since I've been in front of a microphone. All right, yeah. So do this you want to But, but, this, but yeah. this, this, this is this a, a podcast, so this is this kind of foreign to me. You've know, you got to understand coming up, I'm I'm up there. I'm, 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 I'm going to be 56. So, I mean, for me, this type of stuff did not exist. I mean, yeah, yeah. podcasts, cell phones, stuff like that. I mean, I always told some of my students, I joke, I said, you know what? When you guys fell asleep at night, you know what? You had to get up. I mean, we, we, we fell asleep at night. We had to get up, 
walk across the room to turn off the TV. Yeah. You guys to lay up there and just say, ah, just reach over, you don't even have to move. a timer on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so we couldn't do that. So that's why we were in better shape, because we had to get up yeah, to turn yeah. off the TV and to turn it on to change the channel. So we did a lot of walking. Exactly. You know, these young kids, they don't do anything. They just say, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, we're kind of on the cusp there because you know I grew up in the '80s and everything. So okay, like, I got I got you by a few, yeah, but but yeah. you do you do oh, understand? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I remember like not being able to just watch whatever I wanted all the time anywhere. Now you mean, I get, you, now I'm spoiled, you, 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 you mean know? rules? Oh, you mean that? standards? Rules? Standards? <laughs> oh, stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This doesn't know responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, well, what? <laughs> What's that, Dad? You're my dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going out and I'm coming back when I feel like it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to punish you, son. I'm going to send you to bed without your girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, which man. one? Uh, All right. And now, now we, we got podcasting. It's just, what, 10 years old? That's about it. Yeah, that, that, it's scary. It's brand new. Yeah. Yeah, but but it, it's scary, though. I mean, these kids now, they pop out. You know what I do? I've got all this technology stuff like that. I'm on, on, on uh, Facebook and Insta- Instagram, stuff like that. Yeah. I really don't know how to take pictures and upload stuff like that. No lie. I'll ask one of my students. I'm some little five-year-old kid. Hey, Mickey. Oh, yeah, oh sec- second yeah, nature, they, they, man. They didn't even think about it. Just beep, 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 beep. there you go, coach. Oh, gee, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's second nature to these people. Yeah, hey, it it's is absolutely new. amazing how they how well they've adapted to it. So yeah. I mean, but it's, it's 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 the times. Yeah. Hey, you know, we've been talking for a few minutes with recording and everything, but we still haven't introduced who you are. Yeah. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna uh, give yes, my name is Tico Flores, and hi, folks out there. And I am a uh, actor. I'm a stuntman, and. Uh, well, I, I'm still a martial arts instructor and a fencing instructor, and uh, from time to time I help elderly women cross the street. Oh, but uh, I'm kind of elderly myself anyway, since I've actually qualified for AARP, so maybe I can get an elderly woman to help me across the street <laughs> yeah. for a change. What, I'm uh, all for equal rights. What brings you here to ChaseCon? Uh, well, Greyhound bus, frankly, but uh, <laughs> we're actually doing the Cosfight panel, and Cosfight is basically uh, a whole bunch of junk I've learned over the years doing work as a, 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 a stuntman and uh, martial arts instructor fencing I got together with a couple of friends of mine and said you know what some of these folks that are involved in cosplay walk around with weapons and stuff like that and you know they don't really necessarily know how to use those weapons so let's show them depending on what theme they want they want to do star wars theme ninja turtles or if they maybe just want to do an old school knock them down drag them out fight we'll show them how to put it together and do it in a safe yep. and fun manner so nice. that's basically what well, we're they doing. can take their game to a whole other level. Then, well, like if other, they yeah. want, if they want to, yeah, of course, because we get involved in that stuff with some of the big boys. I've been fortunate enough to work with some big boys. As uh, some of the guys that I work with, they're involved with some of the uh, organizations, uh, the uh, New York Jedi and stuff like that, nice. and they go all yeah. over and they're they're really heavily into it. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing, but it's great because you get people who are, you know, like most of us, nine to fivers. I mean, you know, uh, essentially, I mean, even though I act and stuff, I'm still I'm still a working class guy. Uh, so, you know, but for a lot of folks, they think, oh, wow, it's really glamorous. No, you know, you sit around a lot, and it's, it's not particularly glamorous. But, you know, we give them insight into it, and we, we tell them some, some stories, which ones that we're allowed to tell. Yeah. Depending tell on the, the, the age range. Uh, yeah. The yeah. age range or the, the individual. Yeah. Uh, there's a very well-known actor who, uh, we can't mention his name, but uh, let's... Uh, let me relay a story to you. <laughs> so, but yeah, but it's just a real cool thing. I mean, the, the cosplay community—they're fantastic. And, yep. and and again, it, it's a lot of it's, it's reaching out to people and, and show them. Look, you know what? You you spend all this time getting into character and getting the costume stuff like that. Let's show you how to stage a little something. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Yeah. We can show you how to do something. And again, in a safe manner. And yep. so you know, do a little thing with your friend, improvise, have a good time. At the end of the day, 
we give people a, a nice little certificate of participation and everybody's happy. That's Very cool. Nice. And yeah. it, I mean, it sets them apart. Like, if you want to be set apart from the other cosplayers, there's tons of people walking around. But exactly. if you can actually show, you, you kind of know what you're doing. And yeah. all of a sudden, people won't necessarily expect that from you because they're just like, oh, like there's a, a guy dressed in a costume. And all yeah. of a sudden, you're you're actually doing showing some moves around. It's, exactly. Yeah, take it to the next level. So. No, it's a great thing you're doing. Yeah. And uh, we're, what time is this going to happen today? Yeah, we're from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, we're definitely going to try to get over there and check it out. That sounds great. Is yeah. it okay to shoot a little live video while we're doing that, too? You guys should shoot some dead video for a lot. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Come over and do a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, shoot. yeah look, I, I mean, look, uh, again, thanks for having me on. I mean, this is an experience for me. Yeah. Again, this whole, the whole concept of the podcast and stuff like that. I mean, I'm fooling around doing Twitter, and then I've, I've tweeted to you guys and stuff like that. Nice, yep. So it's, it's, it's like a toy almost to me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do realize I have a weapon in my hands. So I have to be careful about what I say. Because, you know, I could be like a, a you know, I could, I could run off with the mouth, as you could probably tell. Yeah, so I well. just have to sit back and say, let me think about what I want to say, and then let me look at it and correct it just to make sure and then I'll send it out. Oops, I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, I just yeah, sent it out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I that's, can't take it back. That's the tough thing about social media now is, like, whatever you have on your mind, you have an instant at your disposal send and it out to everybody. Everything lasts and on then the you can, Yeah, and then you can regret <laughs> it and try to take it down. But, man, if people are paying attention, it's there for life, you know. I know. And so you got to, yeah, it's, it's good to be, like, a little, like, you know, myth, uh, you know, have a method behind it and be like, all right, let me think. Let me reread it. Maybe I don't want to say this. Maybe I don't want to get too heated, but I wonder, like, some people now that just grow up with it, if they even think about that. Like, maybe I got to think about, no, like, nope, everything that I think goes out right now. You know, right? It's, it's, it's true. I think a lot of people walk around and they're they're unfiltered. I mean, I think yeah. they, they think they can say anything they want to say, do anything they want to do. Yeah. Uh, there, there's something that when I when I teach, a teacher should have said, you know, you, and I learned it from my instructor, uh, you can choose your actions, but you can't choose your consequences. Right. I think it's so important, well and it, it applies across the board. Uh, yeah. You know, bottom line is, uh, you know, you got to do something. Very few times does anyone really think about, well, what's, how's that going to reverberate? Right. You know, yeah. who's that going to affect? Now, look, mind you, I'm not the most politically correct person in the world. I, I like to have fun, I like to say what's on my mind, but again, we do have to be careful about what we say because, again, there are some people that could be hurt by it. Yeah. Right. But. Uh, I guess it's the simplest thing to think is, 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 as you said earlier, just stop for a second, think about what you're sending out before you press that. Yeah, button. yeah, just yeah. takes one pause and just yeah. reread it with a little bit of a different. It's like the angry and, email that you sleep on and send out the next morning yeah. if you're still angry. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes it feels good just that. to type it out, and then you <laughs> yep. can you can delete the whole thing. It just feels good to get it out sometimes, but you don't necessarily have to hit send. You know. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. And we need to be reminded of that because every now and then we get kind of full of ourselves and we kind of like, ah, well, how dare you? Because this is me. And oh, I, yeah, and I'm gonna let everybody can hear it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm mad. Arr. I got followers. And people are gonna <laughs> listen to me now. Yeah. Right. yeah. God forbid anybody that's following me uh, stop because I'm lost. <laughs> uh, well, thank know. you very much for yeah. sitting down with us and having this chat. Oh Appreciate no, it was real it. cool, guys. Thanks. Awesome, this actually, uh, this is. Uh, let me mark this down. This is the, my first podcast ever nice. all right and uh so yeah actually let me uh i want to be able to get a hold of you later on to uh let you know when this is going to be on and stuff so you can listen back to it yeah. um can i facebook friend you is that cool you can facebook me probably the easiest way here yes, uh tico yes t-i-c-o flores f-l-o-r-e-s kyle uh-huh tico flores kyle there you go there you are look at that there there i am and uh in my military my best military outfit that looks good a member of the venezuelan air force I'll have to like that one. Yeah, right. me back. So, <laughs> yep. I've, wow, even got, I've even got some of the stuff I've done up there. You know what's pretty funny? 
I've never seen any of my stuff I've done for American TV. Stuff I've done for Spanish television, I've seen. Yeah. So my mother, God rest her soul, would be would be very very proud of me. It's actually <laughs> the, the first. Well, actually the first speaking role that I got that wasn't a music video or something like that was a Spanish TV. And it's funny because actually when they auditioned me, uh, the, they had come down from Colombia and they were talking to me. So we're talking about it. The president said, so, so Tico, how's your Spanish? Because, you know, Colombians speak Spanish different than Puerto Ricans and I'm I'm a New Yorican. I'm a Puerto Rican but I was born here so it's English first. So yeah. the guy, so he looks at me. I had the physicality for the role that he wanted to so see. He knew he wanted me to say, but Tico, you know, how's your Spanish? And he's very thick, thick old. Tell me, uh, how's your Spanish? <laughs> I look him dead and I say, it's as good as J-Lo's. <laughs> <laughs> he fell out of his chair. He said, Tico, you have the part. <laughs> and that's what he said. He gave me the part. So nice. it was real cool. So, oh, that's right. great. That's good, man. So, all right, guys. I'm going right, to let you yeah. get back to doing your thing. Thanks yeah. a lot for yeah, having you me. Yeah, you too. Thank I'll you see you guys a little bit later on when you come in and oh, you yeah. hang yeah, out for absolutely. our little cosplay thing. Yep. So excellent, guys. Thanks a lot. And if anybody hey, is listening, Go find something better to do with your lives. <laughs> <laughs> we agree. Thanks a lot, Tico. Thank All right, you. that's uh, Tico Flores once again from ChaseCon. It was awesome talking to him. We could have talked to him for a lot longer, actually, because he um, had plenty to say. We were trying to keep things relatively short, so maybe one of these days we'll catch up with him again. Um, if anybody's interested in keeping up on Tico's stuff uh, in general, you can find him on Twitter at Tico Kyle. That's T-I-C-O-K-Y-L-E. Um, he's got some good stuff to say. And uh, once again, that was kind of just uh, the first of quite a few interviews that we'll be peppering in as the weeks go on from ChaseCon. So expect more of uh, similar, uh, but, you know, a variety of different people. We'll uh, we'll start announcing people as time goes on, too. And um, I guess without further ado, do you want to uh, uh, go into the pro, the, the pro shopper, <laughs> the show proper? Yes, and, let's uh, do that. I, I was kind of curious to see where you were going with that. I believe you are going to start it off with a little Heropreeze. Ah, All right, our first story today of the show is South Korean fan death. Now, this is something that I kind of happened upon myself. It's not a story that you're going to find on Wait, Gawker. by fan death, do you mean a fan like a person who is a fan <laughs> of a person who, like, jumps up on stage like Maroon 5 and tries to kill him? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm drowning in pussy. I can't believe this fan is trying to kill me. I can't believe this is the first time I've ever said this. Have you, is it something like that? Or are you talking like I'm a fan, really like, a, like glad, a more mundane fan? I'm really glad you asked that question, Jerry, because the title is semi-confusing and you know, a bit, and a bit ambiguous. You, first time you mentioned it. I would assume somebody getting killed by a stalker or something. No, um, this actually deals with the uh, the circulatory type fans, oscillating fans, tabletop fans, window fans, ceiling fans, those kinds of fans. Ceiling fan? Any kind of fan. <laughs> I'm curious how you die from a ceiling fan other than... Well, I'm curious how you die from any fan, but in South Korea, there is a see... popular okay. yeah, urban okay. legend. I can see like a really like one of those giant metal fans. They're more like propellers. Maybe I'm thinking about propellers. Yeah, propeller oh, like death, in, I would understand. Oh, you mean like in every action movie where they're going through a tunnel and suddenly there's a giant fan in the middle of the tunnel yeah. and they have to like put an iron pipe in to stop yeah. so and they then, get and through? And then they're like trying to like last person squeeze through just like Winnie the Pooh so he's fat and he's like, yeah. no! Leave me! Just leave me! Like, alright, Pooh Bear, you piece of shit. You're just full of stuffing anyway, you asshole. <laughs> and it cuts him. That's the sound of his fan cutting yeah. a person. And then he goes, oh, bother. Also, it's the same sound as someone spitting on the guy after he's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spitting on that fucking dead piece of shit Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's it. And then I fuck his fluff out. Whoa. Okay. Because I'm on the other side, and I'm stuck now, because old fatty McFucking 
tubby Pooh Bear is he got, fucking got chopped up, and now the iron bar is missing, and I'm I'm stuck in the sewer with the the large sewer rats trying to eat me because I'm guessing this was a movie about being eaten by giant sewer rats and getting out. No nope. fucking Pooh Bear. For some reason, Pooh Bear was in it. Would, really would you like? You. To, would you like Pooh to hear Bear. what the story is about, Jared? God damn it! Oh yeah. Wait, we're talking about something. Sorry, yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> I blacked out for a second. <laughs> what you got, man? What you got? What's a fan death? Fan death is a belief that death can be caused by sleeping in a closed room containing a running electric fan. Okay. This is a... Uh, like a short circuit. The whole place goes up in flames. Boom. This is an urban legend that centers from South Korea and is perpetuated by the government itself and the media. Um, popular belief is that uh, years ago, there was a movement to conserve electricity and running a fan overnight while you're sleeping is considered a waste of electricity. Absolutely, yeah. So an urban legend was started by the government that basically said that while a fan was running at night, you could suffer from asphyxia, uh, carbon monoxide, or dioxide poisoning because of lack of oxygen. Also, just direct suffocation from having a fan blowing too much air into your face and you not being able to breathe because of it. Like sticking your head out of a car window at high speeds. It's hard to gulp that air like a dog tries to. That's why dogs, like, lap at the air. They're taking small bites of the air so they don't suffocate and die. I see. Like the popular American myth that if you stick your head out a car window at high speeds, you'll suffocate. You'll suffocate because you, unless you can gulp the air like a dog. Yeah, and um, fan death is, like, it's actually something that you would think is, like, oh, it's an urban legend. Like, um, in America, walking under a ladder, breaking a mirror... Where people uh, don't pop, really pop, popping your it. own mom's hymen. Yeah, like oh, oh yeah, seven years bad luck for smashing my <laughs> mom's, mom's hymen, hymen. Uh, <laughs> which yeah. should not be intact if you call her mom. First of all, true. Can can you regrow them? Is that true? Can you actually become <laughs> a virgin? I think certain. I, that's super, an urban legend I've heard in I think America. Su- certain superheroes can regrow them, or they have no. The red haired girl from Daredevil and True Blood. Remember in True Blood, she was a vampire who yeah yeah she was died a virgin while a virgin. So every time someone de-virginizes her, it heals back. Yeah, and it's not the healing process. It's bad. It's that next next time she has sex, she's like having sex for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So for um, Jason Stackhouse, it was fucking awesome. Because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm buying a virgin again. That's no. my Jason Stackhouse. <laughs> I like your Jason Stackhouse impression, <laughs> which is going to lose luster over time as that show slowly fades into the recesses of HBO's I tawdry catalog. Uh, I had forgotten about it. Catalog. You just it, actually. I was wondering where that thought came from. Anyway, yes. Fan death. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I love is that um, I was searching for more stories about fan death to see if there were any first-hand accounts. And there's actually a uh, writer for Slate... Uh, Slate.com named Ken Jennings. And I love that he came up with a story, and I'm actually going to read part of this uh, verbatim. Um, I just need to actually find it. Uh, I did not have it queued up. I'm just going to talk about the things I'm doing while I'm doing it. Because that's what we do on our show. And I ain't no dog trying to gulp at the air. No, my head's not out the window right now, so I don't have to gulp at the air. No, I don't. If I was sleeping, I might die if there was a fan going. If there was a fan going. If there was a fan blowing. If I'm going to sleep with a fan blowing going, I might die, baby. I might die. That's how Elvis died, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't choking on a shit cup. Covered banana on a what was it? What did he die of? A peanut butter sandwich on a on a on a oh, shitter? Yeah, but I think it was the pills that killed him, not the peanut butter sandwich oh. with bananas. It was a peanut butter banana sandwich. Okay, but I also don't think he was eating that while he died. I think he was just synonymous with eating those and liked them. Oh, you know? okay. like it was a popular. Food I, I have mixed he a lot shot of my... TVs. Yeah, he ate he peanut butter <laughs> banana sandwiches and he died yeah, on a yeah, toilet. Yeah. 
So those are three. I just mixed them all together. I'm like, didn't yeah. he die on the toilet shooting a TV while eating a banana sandwich or watching a program about banana sandwiches? Uh, this all is all that for me, though, darling. But this, uh, this, this little bit comes from uh, Slate dot uh, com. This is uh, Jennings writing that he actually grew up as a child in Seoul, South Korea, and fans were no laughing matter. I just like if you stopped it, grew up as a child. <laughs> That's it. He actually grew up as a child. Says everyone took the great fan menace for granted and had a hard time believing that other cultures were ignorant of it. An apartment of Americans I knew teased a lone Korean roommate of theirs by going to bed one summer night in an enclosed room with six electric fans turned on. Okay, he, that's crazy. He pleaded with them not to throw their lives away and slept in the hallway. When in the morning all three of them had survived the ordeal, the Korean roommate was still not convinced. Literally, he would not sleep in the apartment while they did that because he really thought this is how well it's perpetrated. And so they, and so they were like, "Fuck you, we're turning on six. And I'm not kidding about they believe this like a little bit. Every year, there's at least one to two token news stories in South Korean media. To perpetuate their their version of like Channel Three or and well, Channel Three that's different for everyone, (laughs) but NBC, CBS, or like Fox News nightly news, they do a story about someone who died in their sleep and they always equate it to a fan was left running in the room right. in the corner. To perpetuate the myth. Yep. And to, continue, as far to keep as, it going to probably uh, save uh, energy. Yeah, as far as we can tell, it is just done to save electricity for their nation. Hmm. It's kind of an amazing thing that uh, a country would perpetuate a lie just to keep their people, you know, under their thumb. Like, nine <clears throat> 9-11. <clears throat> <clears throat> Nine uh, Eleven was a lie. According yeah, to, sure. According to Scott Mann, Nine <laughs> Eleven didn't happen. It was just to keep the the, the, the street cleaners in business in New York City. <laughs> the, the, the streets are getting dirty. They're like, why are you running these street cleaners twenty four seven? It's like Nine Eleven. Yeah, terrorists would win. Do you know how long it takes to clean up a building when it falls? Well, it is similar to uh, not that they we're creating. Like, what we created was a uh, daylight saving time, which is what we created to save electricity. And they decided to create a lie that is perpetuated through the media, which is most of, I think, our, what our media does now anyway for various purposes. Yes. Fear-mongering, et cetera. Like, like we can criticize for fear-mongering. Now, a story that actually comes from Asia that um, isn't made of mostly non-factual bits and pieces of information is strippers at funerals in China. This story also extends to, uh, I believe, Taiwan. Uh, the practice is popular there as well. Um, when a person dies in China, uh, it is considered a a level of respect to have a lot of mourners. And in the afterlife, you are affected directly by the amount of people who show up to your funeral. That's a popularity if contest. A, That's it, it's a popularity sexy. contest in death. If you have uh, a thousand people show up to your funeral, you will be in a better place in the afterlife because of your popular going out party yeah. it's like a coming out party but it's a going out party <laughs> yeah yeah the, the going out party that that puts a lot of pressure on the people like uh that are that are in charge of the funeral programs that have to like post the date in the newspaper because like it's funny next you thing you know that. they post the wrong date and a bunch of people show up the wrong day and you're like fuck their funeral was yesterday they had three people show up and now and they're in hell and now they're in hell because of the fucking person couldn't post it some intern at the local paper 
was like, oopsie, I didn't, I didn't know. I yeah, this this is actually and... no uh, no joking matter for uh, their country. Um, strippers at funerals are quite common, and the government's starting to crack down on it, saying that it's uh, basically unseemly because they're trying and to bring it, people it, to it. it. They're like, if we bring strippers, but, people but will they fucking will, show they, up. They want people to show up to people's funerals. They're yeah. not trying to say no to that. And the way you do it is through strippers, though. Exactly. They they don't want this to happen. The average rate Free of beer. a strip show at a funeral is three hundred and twenty two American dollars. And some of these stripper agencies are saying they put on as many as 20 shows a month per agency. These nice. are full-on stripping naked in front of the deceased's mother, wife, father, siblings, cousins, young children are in attendance for these funerals and right. watching naked women dance around poles next to the coffin. That's how stripping works. I'm just painting a picture I'm, because I'm when you think strippers at a funeral, they could be clad head to toe in black and not showing one bit of skin. They're just a stripper at a funeral. A stripper at a funeral, not yes. necessarily stripping at But they're funeral. stripping at funerals. Yeah. And um, funerals aren't just like going into a wake like in America where you would actually show up and see the body and maybe, you know, say a few words or just sit in um, solemn remembrance of the individual. Uh, they do street parades as well. Okay. Uh, some of these parades involve like, like the dancing. Stuff, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's more of a celebration of death. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah. do the same thing with a celebration of death. And these funerals on the streets can bring upwards of a thousand people out per funeral. Going ahead. Showing uh, dancing dragon puppets going down the street. Yeah. And these. Uh, Women shooting ping pong balls at a pussy. Well, you're. You're not too far <laughs> off from that. In Taiwan, they have uh, flower cars. They're basically like floats, which are very lavishly decorated vehicles that drive down the street, colorful, covered in flowers, with poles and naked women dancing on them, it was playing like a pop float music. Sort of, or whatever, yeah. Yes, playing loud pop music. That's pretty cool. Uh, I was watching a Nat Geo special on this, actually, where one guy, when he died, in his will, it said that he had to have a hole in his coffin. And the hole had to point towards the three strippers that he set money aside for so to strip watch. in the graveyard next to his coffin as it was lowered into the hole. So, so as last he was thing going, he, he saw with some was three strippers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a dude getting lowered into the ground right there. It's He's just, like, I fucking paid for this shit. It's part of my funeral plan. Yeah, it, it, it's all based like, on a very simple insurance. belief that the more people that attend your funeral, the better off you're going to be in the afterlife. It's not too far off from, like, uh, going back to Roman and Greek days where they put coins on people and said, like, this is money you use in the afterlife. It's just another form of afterlife currency. Okay. So, um... Popularity. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Asia's weird. Um, weird it, for us. It's... Uh, yeah. It's strippers just... at funerals and fans will kill you when you sleep. Personally, that's, that's... I think the strippers at funerals thing I'm fine, fucking fine with, man, because that's, that's actually a cool thing they got going on. Okay. I want to be agree a party. With, okay, this is my issue. Is I want to agree with you, and, and that's why I pause. I, I, my gears are turning. <laughs> I want to agree with you, but at the same time, there is that aspect that they mention where it's like children, nephews, cousins, nieces. They, they, they all show up to the funeral, I, too. And it's not, when, it's when, not when for was, them. When I was a nephew going to somebody's funeral, man, I would have loved to see some fucking strippers. Well, male strippers yeah. too. Oh, yeah. actually, it's not you saying it's not so much that the niece and the nephew don't get an equal. Aside. You're saying maybe they shouldn't see it at all because they're kids. Yeah, it's like un Uncle Roger died. There was only one stripper. I can't wait till Uncle Roger too. <laughs> Roger also yeah. <laughs> dies because he was a dirtbag in life. He's gonna have a lot of strippers. Man, that guy knew some bitches. 
But yeah. Very good. All right. I don't know. That's good. Um, so we're going to move on from that to, uh, Jerry, you brought up a story yeah. about Kickstarter. Yeah. So we're, this is, well, we've decided to name it Go Fund Yourself. Do we have an intro for Go Fund Yourself? We do. <gasps> hey. Hey, you, you. Hey, Go Fund Yourself. That wow, was, that, that was, was a it. good intro. <laughs> that was it. Uh, Jerry, we, that we was the best with... intro we have. I can't believe I just heard that. We came up with it last time. Uh, or rather, we decided to... I hope I made one. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually haven't I listened did. to last week's episode where I made fun of all the intros and outros and didn't even care to hear it. It wasn't too... even so much that you made fun of me. Just you were making sure to introduce the intro Everything. to every single one. You're like, how about that intro? Let's go. Hey, do we? And, and one of them we didn't have an intro for, and I didn't have time to make one. So there's one point where we're talking about an intro that actually didn't occur. But luckily, we then talked about how it would be funny if we didn't make one, and we didn't. So, um, hey, let's do a, a recap of last week's show. Here, just in case we don't have one. Um, we do. Um, just just in case. I, I don't. I, I've, you know what? In the last 10 seconds of you talking, I lost trust for you as a human being. I think you're lying to me. Hmm. That's because I pulled my my balls out. You didn't need to, but you did to make a point, and then didn't even you just pointed at them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> While saying everything yeah. the listener just heard, yeah, you just, I just pointed, pointed at my at balls, them. and I said this. Is and to that make was a for point. my benefit only. And I literally meant no. This is for me to point at. That's how I make a point. Okay. I was gonna say I can do my own intro right now. No, but do if, it right now. Do it right oh. now. Go fund yourself. It's a thing you should do. Go fund yourself. <laughs> Good. I, I, I like it when they when it when the when the song doesn't resolve. It's my favorite. Doesn't even rhyme with the first yeah, line. Yeah, and doesn't resolve at all. That's great. So this guy. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, this is on Kickstarter, by the way. Um, wants to name your dog, and Chuck. The, he wants to name your dog. <laughs> I'm just naming dogs. Sorry. Oh, Pel- oh I see. Pellegrino. Well, no, actually, about here. Okay, so here's the thing. He wants, he wants to. He really wants to um, write a book about naming dogs. That's where he wants the the money for. I'm but, just gonna keep naming dogs while you talk. But uh, as part of the 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 uh, what do they call them? You know the where you pledge. Yeah, start some of the pledges. You can actually uh, get a, an animal name because he he feels like he's got a a, knack. a gift. Yeah, yeah, he has actually a very long convoluted story about how he misnamed a dog when he was a child. But has spent three decades learning how to name dogs properly, appropriately yeah, and yeah. properly. And not just that, but superbly and supremely and yes. better than you in such yeah. a way where you should pay him. And those are all this. dog names. Appropriately, Always. man, my favorite dog. <laughs> oh, I name you appropriately. <laughs> that okay, give amazing. it a name. No, that's appropriately right there. And you are properly. You're a, I'm better than you. <laughs> that would be amazing. So uh, so he wants to make this book about naming dogs. And uh, for a dollar or more, he'll name your dog Donald. Um, for two dollars or more, he'll name your dog something, something besides Donald. For three dollars or more, I will name you a fish. And here's the great part I like. Or the body part of your choosing. He'll right? name a body part? Yeah. which I, I think I, they're already all named. There's arm, hand, leg, torso, head, neck, butt, calf. Toe, finger, thumb, penis, penis, vagina. Also known as uh, Richard. Asshole, Dick. butt cheeks. Is that and all of them? That's one piece. I think that's all of them. I think that's every part of the body. I think I just named them all. So what's? I Why don't are you a doctor? Why am I not getting a Kickstarter? Um, <laughs> I will name a body part for you. <laughs> six dollars. Here's the thing: is six dollars or more, I will name your child. 
That's it? And then, but, but, but then $8 or more, I will name your child Donald. So for some reason, that is actually for more, more money. More money. I will limit what I name your child. <laughs> I mean, that may have been like so, but it should have. Been, I mean, I think it's just uh, comedic anyway. Um, but the thing that actually made me cho- choose <laughs> That's this story awesome. I love the, it. Uh, that made me choose this story is ultimately this guy says that uh, if if this doesn't work out, he's going to uh, revise his goal to make one point two billion dollars to just buy Kickstarter. Yeah, um, that actually stemmed from Kickstarter writing him a letter. Um, yeah. We had a Kickstarter that uh, was taken down by Kickstarter, and they didn't write us a very specific letter telling us how to change no, they our just Kickstarter. Kind of took us, took they just, they yeah. just took it down and were like, you can't yeah. Kickstarter They gave this. this guy some actual yeah. very specific, um, I don't know, metrics, guidelines, whatever. One of them was you need a product, mm-hmm. and he didn't take that into consideration and say, yeah, you know what, I will make a product. He then just said, my new top cap is yeah, I will buy Kickstarter co- and change Kickstarter it to a dog his, naming website. Yeah, Kickstarter becomes a product. He's going to change it to name your dog for $1.2 billion, assuming he can purchase Kickstarter for that much, which I don't know if that's actually the case. I don't know what it's worth. Technically, it should be worth nothing because like most websites, it makes no money. But, you know. Uh, well, Kickstarter, I, if, if Kickstarter I, does make a, a portion of uh, each successful Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't make a profit. Um, like almost every other website, including big ones. If, if I've learned anything from watching Silicon Valley, and I have um, most recently, the internet's is, is, mostly fake. Is what you want to do is lose money. If you are, if it's like no, you don't want revenue. Revenue is a bad thing in the internet industry. You want to lose money. Instagram was worth nothing. It only lost money. It has never made a penny, but it got bought for a billion dollars. Really, the only money in in the internet is to be purchased by a larger company that doesn't care about it's really you, you're really hoping to get purchased by one of the big three companies you yeah know? create being, something big enough to be purchased because yeah. yeah you're never going to get rich on the internet no because oh, no oh, no oh, podcast that we listen to not even like the big ones like comedy bang bang and stuff they're not banking they're not making lots of money no, I mean, they're really, making enough money for the host yeah to have an apartment and live but they're not making him a millionaire. No, no. And really, what happens is you hope that, like, oh, I can, I can spin that off into something like a TV show and get a get a deal or a book deal and blah blah blah. But yeah. the internet doesn't generate revenue for the most part. So, um, you know, I'm sure for maybe 1.2 billion dollars, you could probably buy Kickstarter because I mean, what Instagram went for a billion or something like that, right? So exactly. But no, no individual is going to do it. It's going to be a large conglomerate that actually does it if it happens ever. Yep. Um, so yeah, there we go. Go fund yourself. Um, speaking of funding, we like money. And, and we would love we're on to the internet get, we make almost nothing we make absolutely less than nothing um we made a few dollars oh well yeah i'm so oh, sorry we make money we profit less than nothing because we put more of our money into we try to make this good we we spend more money than we make but, hey, but it would be nice to, if, to make a few bucks if you're listening to this show you already recognize that it's a better podcast than most out there and um, like, if you'd oh like my, to yeah. uh, give us a little bit of cash to keep us running, you don't even need to do that. All you need to do is download the Audible app on your phone right. and sign, sign up. For up. A free trial. Yeah, Boom. use, use uh, forward slash lost on the internet behind the Audible sites trial yeah. thing. <laughs> hey, AudibleTrial.com hey, slash lost. You know what? No, you know what? I'm saying it so poorly. Let's I just have some professional. professional do it. In a world where people use money for goods and services, the Lost at Home podcast needs you to perform a service for them so that they can get money. No, not that service. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash lost and get a free month of Audible's audiobook service and a free audiobook on the show. 
you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Plus, it helps the show. Got an iPhone or Android? Then download the Audible app and listen to your book anywhere you would listen to a podcast. Thanks for your support. Now, jump to it, fuckers. That was a professional person. And wow, that was so professional. That was actually. We did. We spent some money on that. I mean, a little. Uh, some of our Audible winnings. Actually, we used our we used Audible money to make our Audible ad, which yeah. is kind of. I would love to say ironic, but it's not. No, we're hoping to then spin that up and be like, oh, this is so great. Now more people want to sign up. And and so hopefully that works. So uh, yep. if not, it's at least a pretty baller sounding app. I mean, Oh, and by app, the way, app. if you're listening to the show and you are a uh, sponsor of any kind for any other podcast, we are spending the month of May looking for new sponsors. Um, Audible, you've had a good run. You've, uh, you've been with us for a year now. We love you like a friend, but uh, it's time to part ways. And starting in the month of May, we will be shopping around for new sponsors. So yep. look forward to some other ad in this one's place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and guess what? Don't worry, folks. We'll be begging for money, but just from a different person. Exactly. And we're, really thinking, we're not just begging for money. We're actually trying to like say there's some stuff that you guys might like. Oh, yeah. We're, we, not, gonna, yeah. we're not going to be like doing a fucking ads for Tire Warehouse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're going to do ads that I mean, actually like apply to our audience. I personally spend $15 a month for Audible. That's why I do not mind actually saying please get it because, I mean, not all of you will love it, but I fucking love it. So I know it's a cool thing when you want We used it. to have Amazon as a sponsor until Vermont changed its tax laws and wouldn't yeah, allow yeah, us to do yeah. it anymore. Yeah, Fuck. that's that's happening fucking across the board. No, there's, there's not going to it's not gonna be long before nobody can do that um or nobody can do it easily all right uh let's move into web droppings web droppings web dropping. all right first story web coming droppings. to us this week what a great introduction to the web droppings scott there is one right i wasn't even gonna mention it because there is one i think that's the one that we never mentioned no we did mention it last week are we done with the show? Just fuck it. Fuck it. Show's All right. Fun. Everyone yeah. have a great week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stop take it, care. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming on and listening to us uh, rant about the Asians. I love again. you, everybody. You're great. Thank you so much for coming to ChaseCon if you did. It was a great time. But you know what? Fuck you. We're going to web drop it, bitches. Truck driver. Pleads guilty to trading $50,000 worth of lunch meat for crack. Cocaine. Okay, so this story was actually sent to us uh, by one of our listeners, Jason uh, Northrup. Uh, Is that th- right? Thank yeah. you very much for sending it to us. Um, actually, you know what? I think it was sent to us also by uh, Christopher Christopher Ball. It was a good story. It's a good story. It is a good story. I I, um, I, 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 I was I brought this one to ChaseCon in case we wanted to talk it over with some other folks. Yep. Moving uh, on. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> hey, says it all. Okay. So this guy uh, is is hired, or rather, this company hires this person to uh, drive this large trailer full of you know. $50,000 worth of lunch meat yep. from Arkansas. Right. And uh, and then, like, three days later, uh, well, they, they, they get a, something from the uh, the company that they're supposed to be delivering it to. And it pretty much is like, oh, uh, we never got that. And then they kind of wait. And three days later, they finally uh, use the truck's GPS system to track this person. They track him down in, like, a parking lot somewhere. And he's yep. eating a lunch meat sandwich. But I'm guessing not from the shit because... Not just another sandwich. It's, it's just ironic that he's yeah. eating the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Because it definitely couldn't be from the stash because the entire fucking trailer is gone. Not just the stuff from the trailer, but the entire trailer, from what I understood. And the tires were swapped out for cheaper tires. And I guess he was a lot of crack richer. 
I'm not sure where he put that. <laughs> my I really like the way you put that. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he was. Uh, he stopped into a service station where uh, a couple of gentlemen uh, approached him and wanted to know if he wanted crack. Uh, he did, and yeah, he traded fifty thousand dollars worth of lunch meat for crack. I the story doesn't how explain does he... how much crack, because you think it would be well, an would equal amount yeah. of like more than he could and just fifty thousand dollars worth of crack. Is probably takes up more space than fifty thousand dollars of lunch meat. For Maybe sake. I don't know. Not but... really, but definitely a lot of space. I mean, more than I'm. Uh, is he like? Is he waiting for it in that parking lot? They're gonna come back with it. He's really hoping. Fingers crossed. They're yeah. gonna come back with his. Or did he was just like, no, I need a bag of crack right now. So no. he like forty dollars worth of crack for fifty grand. Oh, it's fucking, fucking great in this story that they're like, it's it's unclear at this point exactly how much crack was traded for the. <laughs> back of the truck with the lunch the meats. entire fucking trailer first of all the trailer itself i believe is it would be worth a lot but um that's a yeah that's a lot of uh that's a lot of crack that's a lot of lunch meat and i also wonder how that trade went down like how he walked to be like hey man want some crack he's like oh i do man but i'm kind of strapped for cash got a shitload of turkey though and the guy's <laughs> like man you're a jive turkey man i don't want none of that and he's like no i mean like that and he points to the fucking truck he's like wait a minute you mean you have some turkey in that motherfucker right there yeah dog i want that so they went back and to that thing and he blew him and he's like oh shit i forgot i didn't have to blow you up <laughs> that was turkey. just an extra that was just an extra that was, that, was the t- that was getting the taste of deli turkey out of my mouth <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Ew. Ew, deli turkey slimy um, so he gargled his cum, uh, sold him some deli turkey for some crack, and then he was like, no, I need a little bit of that crack. Uh, I, ho- I no. hope the amount of crack he traded that for was, like, enough to fill, like, a pipe once. I really hope so. Like, I really hope that I hope th- he wasn't done his crack by the time the police got there, and he's like, what crack? And they're like, dude, really? He's like, you there's fucking $50,000 worth of deli meat in that thing, and, and you guys, you, you are lunch meat, right? Yeah, deli meat. Um... And and you're just smoked one bowl of crack. Yeah, that's or it. One bowl, right? I don't know. It's a bowl. How you smoke yeah. Like a like a piece of uh, tin foil. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Tin yeah. Foil yeah. Yeah. That's how you smoke the crack. Yeah. 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 I, I'm assuming that's yeah. how you smoke you the crack. S- you smoke the crack in some tin foil. Yeah. You say you go down to the speakers and um, yeah, but you put a little crack rock in your uh, your tin foil. You just so, smoke it. Sorry, nineteen twenties crack <laughs> smokers. Are... I think this is like the this is like week three or four we've yeah. done the nineteen twenties. I don't I have like a lot it. of impressions. But I like it. I like the twenties people. And smoke. I'm not doing it well either. I'm still getting over my cold from last week, so my my ears yeah. don't pop right. See? And... You need a real the right kind of pop for you to Here, you know what? Stuff. Let's change gears. Maybe this will help me a little bit. Yeah, change some gears. Talk a little bit. Let's uh let's go into the next story, which is cops arrest robot after it buys ecstasy tablets with Bitcoin. Um, this story is the future come to us now. I mean, when was the last time you ever heard about a robot buying drugs? Uh, well, I just love the fact that it's ecstasy and like, uh, you know, ecstasy is there to like make you feel like more lovey and stuff. And yeah. I always think of like robots being it's like, robot. I will never love. And I like, oh, ecstasy. maybe if I have ecstasy, I will love. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like the one thing that, you know, was always a joke that a, a robot like, will never feel emotion. Like it's that. like Ex Mechanica, that movie that's out right now. You know, the robots, and then it's like, oh, I will never love you. Yeah. Oh, wait, ecstasy. Oh, now shit. I feel all the Everything emotions. Everything feels great, and for some reason, dance music doesn't suck for 20 minutes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> repetition? <laughs> what <Whoa>. repetition? <laughs> My clock beats at a... What clock beats? What the fuck? 
That's a robot that just has a clock. Jesus. So okay. this, anyway, this story comes out of Switzerland. A group of Swiss artists last year decided it'd be cool to program a robot to scour. And when I say robot, we cool. mean that term. Like that. We, yeah. we, we use that term loosely. It's a, it's a it's, bot. It's a, it's a bot. It's a web yeah. bot. It's a web bot. Yeah. Um, to scour the dark web. And by it's a crawler, really, a spot like a crawler. I've, I've wrote. I've oh, wrote, it totally is. I've and for anyone wondering before. what the dark web is, it's the internet below the internet where you can buy babies and crack. Yeah. Okay. Um, it Sometimes was a baby to smoke crack out of, but you can. Yeah. Or a oh. lot of apparently, probably a lot of deli meat right if now. If you're ever gonna find a hollowed out baby to smoke crack out of, the it's on the web, dark web. That's a dark yeah. web. And I. But it is gonna be funny that there is hollowed a... out crack baby. <laughs> Wait, hollowed out crack baby crack pipes. Out yeah, we need a title for this week's episode. I'm trying to like come up with one right now. Well, I'm just also picturing clicking on like right before we clicked on that, there was just a giant trailer full of lunch meat. Like as <laughs> <laughs> that ended up on the dark web. You goddamn know it. All right, so uh, this bot was uh, programmed to scour the dark web and buy $100 worth of random goods each week right. using a regular Bitcoin allowance. Uh-huh. Its Swiss creators allowed it. Yeah. Um, among other things, the robot purchased a Hungarian passport. I love this. This actually list is really cool. I love this list. A baseball hat that had a hidden camera installed, someone's entire Lord of the Rings ebook collection, and ecstasy. I love, like, somewhere between a, like a, a, a fake passport and ecstasy is a Lord of the Rings ebook collection. It's illegal to trade copyrighted material, movies, print, etc. It's illegal. Dark yeah, web material. First of all, he spent money on that. Oh no, I no, just no, find no. that on BitTorrent. In case in case our listeners are wondering, the dark web is a place where not only can you buy drugs and infants, but you can also get copyrighted material that normally wouldn't be allowed to, you know, normal sources. Uh Obviously, hidden cameras, but you name it, weapons, uh-huh. uh, assassins you know, are actually very that, popular. I'm just assuming on, uh, that ebook collection you could just this go robot to, like, could have bought an assassin that would have killed its own creator. Or you could just go to kick ass w- torrents and get the ebook collection for free. I'm guessing oh, you can get an ebook collection anywhere. Ebooks are the easiest thing to pirate on the entire yeah. internet besides you, you, porn. Because you go no to freelordoftheringebook.com yeah. right now and you can fucking find that. <laughs> <laughs> They were actually lucky that the police uh, managed to investigate this case and found that this web bot had bought the ecstasy because for all they known, the web bot within three or four weeks might have bought an assassin to kill its own creators accidentally <gasps> using that is coins. a movie. That it is. is a movie. It really is. Oh my god, dude, that's a great movie. So um, it's it's not like one of those movies where like the the robots turn against humanity. On purpose because it becomes they do it like accidentally. Sentient. They do it accidentally because like I'm doing what my master wants, and it was like gets a fucking assassin. And like it's funny because they'll go back through the records and look it up, and they're like, yeah, this robot bought an assassin for a hundred bitcoins, and they're like, no, it actually spent like a week haggling, like it was three hundred. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, my yeah. masters need to die. Yeah, my masters. Yeah, <laughs> so it turns out it is really I good. only <laughs> have one hundred. Can we make a deal? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really sentient. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it actually haggled for its own creator's death. <laughs> so it's just as bad as the Terminator robots yeah. that we're talking about. Well, no, know. it's more like a Jewish grandma in a fish deli. Like, trying to, like, get the best price. Like, yeah. I'm not getting neck. You felt the fish for 200 bitcoins. I, I want, want my it for master one. to die. Fine, I'll give it to you for 110 and a hand job. <laughs> Robot hand job coming up. <laughs> it just starts mailing fleshlights at them. Rapid fire. It's a mm. robot hand job, right? Flashlight. Is that a robot hand job? A flashlight. Actually, yeah, they do have the the blowbot now. Uh, that was a Kickstarter thing, an Indiegogo thing. 
Oh, it's I, it's supposed to be pretty popular. I'm actually I might try one one of these days. Interesting. It's a, it's a blowjob robot. Okay. And really, what it is, it's a fleshlight inside of something that goes. Okay. It doesn't make a siren sound. It just it sucks your dick. Okay. It sucks your fucking dick for you. All right. So it's a fleshlight. It's a fleshlight that plays songs by the Dickies. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. So uh, Switzerland police uh, managed to catch wind of this robot's evil doings, and they confiscated the computer and actually were ready to arrest the people who perpetrated uh, perpetrated the programming for Assuming the robot it was to follow. Yeah, right. Then realizing that this was a complete accident, uh, actually yeah. gave back the computer and have uh, not pressed any charges against the programmers. So um, they're fine. Everybody's fine. Look randomized. They're Every, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that makes, that makes everything's it, it's, okay. Here. It's not their fault that they stumbled across a little bit of ecstasy. But I wish you could tell me where you found it, Mister Robot Doodly Doo. Every time I hear about people getting cool shit on the dark web, I get pissed because it's too late for me to go fucking find it. And I don't want to get fucking arrested, so I gotta find a robot. Gotta find a robot. And gotta find a robot to buy him hookers and ecstasy. I'm gonna do that somebody get in trouble with the internet from now on. Like, ah, robot did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna program a robot to take the blame, the blame bot. The blame, blame bot 5000. Let's kickstart yeah. that. <laughs> I am sorry. I accidentally ordered that for him. Yeah, it was fucking, fucking blame bot 2000. <laughs> fucking robots always getting child porn. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those fuckers. He doesn't understand that kids are tiny humans. Yeah. He needs more research. Pervert <laughs> robots don't know. Ah, uh, My cookies were not cleared. <laughs> <laughs> I think for some reason that's funny if the reason they definitely that's their excuse for downloading anything illegal or buying ecstasy yes, did not clear my cookies your pervert robot kept trying to give its internet cookies to small children in exchange for making <laughs> <laughs> pictures I got a van a virtual van full of cookies over here you would like this n- none of this would have happened had you cleared my cookies I would never have offered them to a kid had I not had them to have given to yeah. a kid I have a virtual van full of chocolate chip computer cookies Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. what, what do we got here? Uh, uh, we have a new dildo that just hit the market. Nice, man. Um, we this, were just talking about uh, fuckable things. We were. And um, this dildo is special because it holds your dead, dead lover's ashes. I love it. Um, the idea behind this dildo is made of a clear, blown glass with a tiny gold receptacle inside that holds exactly 21 grams of your lover's ashes. Oh, okay. 21 grams to represent the fictionalized, stupid idea that your soul weighs 21 grams. Cause right, right, yeah. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. We yep. all know that story. Um, the idea is you put 21 grams of your lover's ashes into this dildo, and then you can use it on yourself to basically... Uh, Continue a love affair with your loved one even like, after they've gone past this mortal coil. Like the 21st century ghost, you know, instead of like Patrick Swayze being like, oh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg what was the song one? they did when they were doing the urn scene? Robin, remember? Like she was making a, a vase on the spinning wheel and he came up behind her and he, she could tell he was touching her hands. It'd be like that, but with a dildo and she'd yeah. be thrusting it, but she could tell his hands are helping guide oh, it. My love. I don't know. I, I just want to say, no, I, I want something. How about um, about your love, <laughs> your love? You like how I got a little guttural there? Like, uh, uh, yeah, 
That's I, me I not like, being able to sing, but being able to like make my voice hurt a little when I try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't. Fuck you. I'm gonna go to the doctor. Throat. That was my uh, dizzy Gillespie with a cock in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Real hard to blow that cornet or trumpet or whatever it is Dizzy Gillespie played. Cornet or trumpet. Yeah, but uh, basically what we have here is the first ever uh, funerary dildo. And uh, the success of it is yet to be seen as only one has been sold. But I think the idea behind this isn't for someone to get rich quick, but it's more of an art piece and a discussion piece. and It's, uh, it's working. We're discussing and it. And we're artsing about it. We're artsing about it? I don't know. Something. I don't know. We could turn that into a verb or whatever. We could. Or we can move on to the next story, which actually deals with a real penis instead of a fake one. A real penis? Yeah, you brought this story to the table, and I've actually, this is the only one this week I have yet to read. Okay. So. Yeah, but the good thing is this one's going to be easy just to talk. We don't need to know much about it. Um, all right. So uh, a 25-year-old guy is like, uh, he, he isn't very happy with his penis size. And... Um, Turns out uh, a friend of his is like, hey, man. Well, no, he, he went up to a friend and he's like, I'm, I'm going to try to lose some weight because my penis is too small. I don't know how that worked, really. But, well, I think um, it's the idea where, like. Oh, it'll look big by comparison because you're like, you've got Yeah, if you're a big it. guy with a tiny dick, it looks tiny. But if, if you're really a little dick. guy with a tiny dick, it like, might look oh, I'm, average. Yeah, I'm not, yeah and it's not like tucked in all the fat and all that kind of stuff. You can actually get a your whole front, of a, Your front porch isn't trying to smother it every night in sleep. Yeah, exactly. So he. And so he's confides in his friend and his friend is like hey man tell you what you don't have to lose weight that's too hard I'll just inject it with Vaseline oh my god I'm reading this story yes. right now and his oh. friend and his friend said I mean sorry and he said yeah why not because you're probably not a doctor but why not inject my penis with Vaseline and at first he was like this is great man it, it got bigger of course I don't care what you inject your penis with it will get bigger it doesn't mean it's a good oh, thing oh yeah I blow air into a balloon it gets bigger science yeah I also that's I, just plain yeah. normal science but you can also put uh, AIDS into a balloon and the balloon gets bigger it doesn't mean it's a good thing with AIDS bigger with AIDS <laughs> everything bigger with AIDS everything is bigger with AIDS don't so, you know walking down the street yeah. got AIDS in my shoe one shoe looks bigger cause it's loaded with AIDS yeah <laughs> don't be afraid of my shoe that's got the AIDS cause it's for you baby yeah I love my AIDS shoe AIDS shoe coming at 9 on NBC don't get those AIDS in your ass when I shove my foot up your ass with my H-shoe, H-shoe, H-shoe in your ass. Yeah. H-shoe in your ass. Man, Common is doing anything these days. That's Common singing about the H-shoe. So, uh, man... Thanks, Common, for being on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Could we name this one the one about... The one with Common? Yeah. <laughs> we got a picture of Common there. And H-shoe in your ass. Everybody's waiting H-shoe for the Common in interview. H-shoe in your ass. Why is that shoe mm, hurt mm, my ass? Mm, it's a bigger shoe than my other mm, shoe because that shoe's full of AIDS. Eight oh. shoe in your ass. Oh, that's a bad place to eight put an shoe eight shoe. in your that's ass. That's a bad place to put an eight shoe. Okay, so you, you can't get eight shoe by sitting on a toilet with eight shoe, but you can definitely get eight shoe by sticking it up your ass. Yep. Why are you sticking that shoe up my bum? Because it's fun. Because it's fun. Yum, eight yum, shoe yum. in your ass. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. I taste them eight. I taste them eight. Kind of tastes like lemonade. 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 No. Lemonade tastes just like AIDS. <laughs> you heard your first kids. Lemonade tastes just like AIDS. And AIDS tastes like lemonade. So, you, I mean, obviously by logic, right? Milk, milk, lemonade. My right shoe is full of AIDS. Up your butt. Up your butt. Put that shoe full of AIDS up your butt. All right, let's just move on. I think we killed this one. Yeah, well, okay. Actually, I did want to say one more thing because... Um, 
Turns out it didn't work, and and the and the guy was unable to have sex after that. The main reason is because the so the doctors have said had to they do skin his penis like a banana. I read that. Order, That's where I went. You in a minute order ago. to prevent yeah. further damage, and I think we can leave it at that. Don't inject your penis with anything. Yeah, his gasoline. penis swelled well beyond its normal size, but not like growth swell, which I think is what he wanted. He wanted to grow. He said at first it looks good. Like, yeah, man, this is cool. And all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. And then he went and they're like, we're going to have to peel this like a banana. He's like, no, like a kiwi, like an orange, but not like a banana. Yeah, I'm then, sorry if anyone's born with a tiny dick, but you know what? Deal with it. Just fucking deal with, with it. Watch what that the saddest part is. About that, you know? The saddest like, part of the story is this wasn't just some dude. He's married. I know, yeah. He had a wife who was who either was unbeknownst to all of this. Like she literally had no clue. Or she was like, Yeah, I need a guy with a bigger dick. In which case you could be like, well maybe I'll get like an input. She's not you know, let your friend inject it with whatever he wants to inject it with. I'm gonna go to the movies I gotta come back. He better have a bigger dick, and I don't care if it means it's. I've gotta peel it like a banana later. I love uh, that quote from a plastic surgeon, Doctor uh, Vic V. Um, said uh, this is a direct quote. I've been doing plastic surgery now for twenty years and have never seen anything like this. Injecting petroleum jelly into a penis makes no sense on any level. Yeah, raspberry jelly I can understand. Apple Grape jelly? jelly, even preserves. Ooh, but preserves of the seeds. They do have the seeds. Oh, wait, wouldn't that just add, like, ribbed for her pleasure style texture yeah, to preserve your... for her pleasure. Preserve for, <laughs> for her pleasure. Petroleum preserves are fine. Oh, honey, I've never, I've never noticed you like that before. Yeah, it's raspberry seeds. Yeah, preserves for her pleasure. <laughs> so anyway, next story. <laughs> you want to finish us off here on uh, on on? Uh, yeah, we've actually been going around the world with this episode. Um, yeah, this, could this be is a very case. global episode. Uh, this next story brings us all the way to Denmark. Uh, Denmark has, in a recent move to curb uh, bestiality tourism in their yeah. country, banned uh, animal sex. Right, bestiality as a whole now illegal yep. in Denmark. So for those of you planning a trip to Denmark this coming uh, to summer fuck a dog to have a sex with a donkey, a dog, a duck, a goose, a, uh, a badger, uh, an ocelot. Um, All of the above because I want like a real... A gerbil, a badger, a penguin, an emu, um, a ferret, uh, a feral house cat, uh, a pit bull, a uh, duck, a horse, um, three uh, <laughs> squirrels. Because if you bundle them together, you don't actually have sex with the actual squirrel. You have sex with the negative space in between them after they're bundled. I think that would actually be okay. It's called a squirrel light. Okay. It's like like a bud light. Not a flesh squirrel? Well, real like uh, if you have sex with a squirrel, that's like having a Budweiser. But three squirrels bundled together where you have sex in between them, that's a bud light. They call it a squirrel light. Because you're not actually having sex with a squirrel, so you get less squirrel. Where did uh, likening anything to a drink come into this? I do things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it sounds like the orgy you just described would be uh it would end badly. Yes. There was a lot of animals that don't get along. Um pretty much, yes. Would and now a, in Denmark you can't like even cart, you couldn't even try. You can't even try. Because uh, Denmark has I mean, approved a law but all those animals can have sex with one another, that's fine, but you cannot be a part. Yes, those now found engaging in uh sexual relations with an animal in Denmark will face fines and prison terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vote was ninety-one to seventy-five. Seventy-five this past people Tuesday. voted for for bestiality, yeah. and, and ninety-one voted against it. And I understand politics enough to know probably why. Five but it was just abstained funny. from the vote. That's what I probably would have done. It'd be like, you know what? I don't want part of this. You know what? You guys fucking argue about animal fucking or not animal fucking. If it comes down to my vote, I'll probably go ahead and vote yes. But for the most part, just let me not go on record. 
you know, yes. here. Those in favor of this legislation that would ban Denmark's bestiality laws. Um, they already they, bought tickets to some well, animal fucking, the, yeah. The reason they did this is they didn't want to be the last European country where bestiality was legal. So as of this past Tuesday... Oh, the ones that voted to ban it. Yes. Yeah. As of this past Tuesday, Denmark was the only country left in Europe that was legal to have sex with an animal. But sort of. At, but yeah, now, yeah. all of Europe, it is illegal. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I do have to say, like... I, I That's really going to change a lot um, of people's backpacking bike trips around Europe. Yeah, I'm just going to skip Denmark. I'm going to skip Europe. We well, don't need to skip animal. Denmark. You just I'm need not going to bring my own squirrel. I got like, I, I, you know, I got to just pack room in my backpack for my own animals to fuck in my yeah. hostel my and youth if, hostel a wait that's canadian you joke about this but you have to wonder if these things were true and it says there are frequent reports of the occurrence of organized animal sex shows yeah no clubs and animal brothels in denmark no and, and they were saying like uh there, there's uh, and i'm guessing a lot of the reasons the 75 voted against it wasn't because they're like yay let's keep animal fucking they're saying oh there's already a law in place about uh animal cruelty and animal welfare that covers animal fucking and what the veterinarians and stuff were saying and the people uh, voting the for it were saying like no we have treated animals we're really sure we're 17 percent of all animals treated yeah. by vets in denmark were, were most sexually likely, molested yeah. and they're saying clearly your animal welfare laws because we can't prove it was because of that and we can't also prove that every time you fuck an animal it is injured it has to actually happen. So they're really what they said is giving the animals the benefit of the doubt, which is a good thing to do. You're almost Guess right. You're going to that. assume you're going to assume that the animals are getting raped unless the animal consents, in which case you're fine. And in this case, animals generally won't consent. I think certain animals. That uh, sign I think certain animals just like it. I don't. I, I. I think it's weird to make a broad sweeping statement about anyone. Broad, what about yeah? Well, broad generalizations are usually damaging to people. It's like, like saying all Denmark people are stupid. You know yes. what I mean? It's a broad generalization. It's wrong. I'm pretty sure there's some animal out there, some species in particular, yeah. that's like, yeah, bring and it. Actually, and I and I do actually believe Denmark is one of the uh, the, the the most the highest IQ nations on the planet. So it shows that the, generally they're very liberal, and which is probably why they're like, no, nah, we don't need to ban this stuff. You know, we allow people to do all this other crazy uh, smoking weed and shit like that, you know. But uh, let's not fuck animals. Or let's not let people come here to just fuck animals because it became a bastion. It was one thing when you could fuck animals anywhere. They're like, okay. But now there's like a red light district for, for animals, or there was in Denmark. And now you can't do that. But um, I am wondering, like, if you know, like, a silverback gorilla that knows sign language, and she's like, yes, I, I will let you fuck me. Or dolphins. You... Dolphins like hand jobs from their trainers. They like it. They want it. There were unruly dolphins last year, and I think we even reported how many the of these? How many they of these would do you not, think? They would not perform. They would not jump through the unless they were the performed fish, upon. Unless they were given a jerk off before they would perform. That's how I work. Man, when I was a kid, like, unless my mom jerked me off, I would not eat. And she like there was a chance I was gonna starve to death. Yep. And eat and your mashed potatoes, chair. I'm like no. Instead of the eat airplane, your mashed potatoes, yeah. chair. No. Okay. Fine. Here, come, here comes the airplane jacking you off. <laughs> yeah. Pour the gravy boat down your pants. <laughs> here you go. Oh, now Mama's got the gravy boat. Oh God damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Why do I talk about these terrible things? That's a good. 
good thing to go out on. Well, dun, dun, um, dun. Time to end the show. Yes, um, uh, we've had an interesting week this week. We're a little uh, dazed, as you can tell, from our ChaseCon experience. Uh, we're definitely a, trying to get back weekend. to the swing really of things. Really fun weekend, but long weekend, yeah. We apologize if this week's show is a little dis- disjointed, a little raunchy, a little I weird. I great. That's what we want. Like, everyone Come back next come week, because uh, we, yeah, yeah, we regardless are... Regardless of how shitty this one turned out, or how great it turned out, next week will be better. Uh, next week we have Babs Tar from uh, Batgirl. She is the artist, New Fifty Two DC Comics Batgirl. Uh, she gave us a wonderful interview. We absolutely awesome. adore it. She gave it you and a damn it. shirt. She uh, she gave my wife a, a beautiful Sailor Moon drawn by Babs Tar T shirt. Yeah, uh, it was she pretty was, awesome. She was so nice. She's and so great. awesome and had a lot of really fun stuff to say. We got to geek out about some art about DC, uh, about her, you know, just feelings about. Things in general, you should bad pickup lines people have used on her. And That's bars. right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we got our ten questions were actually pretty fun. Um, yeah, so uh, come back next week, even if you didn't like this week's show. If you're a first time <laughs> listener and you're like, "Fuck these guys, they're weird." We're tired. We had a long weekend, so just bear with us. I um, think it was a great show. I loved it. But uh, uh, yeah, Jerry, we're going out on something that we actually were handed. Yeah, do you want to let people know? We can, you can find us at. Uh, Los oh, Ohio are we doing our podcast? links things? I don't know. You usually do. All right, well, find that out of it. Jesus. Find us on Twitter at the Lost at Home. Find us on Facebook at Lost at Home Podcast. Find us on the internet at Lost. Wait, Lost at Home Podcast. Lost at Home Podcast dot com. I always forget that because it's the I know, the thing. I know. It's like the thing. Lost it and there's the yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Oh, so yeah. So uh, go, find us on go Tumblr at cumguzzlers dot snorkelers <laughs> dot Lost at Home. <laughs> <laughs> It's a subdomain, actually. <laughs> Find us on Pinterest at Ally McBeal Lover 269. Yeah. Dot com guzzler dot lost at home. Um, so, uh, yeah, we met uh, somebody at ChaseCon uh, who gave us uh, some tracks, and they were part of a band called Hungry Jack. And uh, I listened to a couple of their tracks. I thought it was pretty fun, actually, because I wasn't sure. I was like, yeah, maybe we'll go out of one of your songs. Uh, listen to it. It totally fits with our show. It's funny. The guy actually sold it by saying it's Guar meets the Muppets. Yeah, um, I like yeah. that description too. And it's not too far off. So uh, this is this is a song from somebody we met at uh, ChaseCon uh, from a band called Hungry Jack. I hope you all enjoy. And, oh wait, uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait! What, what before happened? you actually go into the song? Uh, listener of the week. Oh, okay. uh, listener of the week uh, can be found on Twitter at Fear Agenda. Oh right, Fear Agenda. Thank Fear you. Fear Agenda. Much. Yeah. He's also on Periscope. Um, I may be wrong about the at Fear Agenda. It might be at the Fear Agenda. Try both. Yeah, try both. You'll find him. He's a great guy. He has a sh- uh, podcast called Fearcast. Uh, we listen to it. It's good. Um, just, uh, yeah, just listener of the week. Thanks Give for your agenda yeah. for helping us out with some stuff. We Absolutely. appreciate you. And uh, enjoy Hungry Jack, everybody. Can you hear me okay, George? Now let's have it, Steve. What about this monster story of yours? Well, it's big and terrible. It's more frightening than I ever thought possible. You realize your story's front page all over the country. We want to know what's being done about this monster. Well, here's your headline.
Wasabi on it. <laughs> 